Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Kanich Yeehaw podcast here on the Last Choice Network. Uh, I am Natalie, and once again, I am joined by Jared. Hello, yes. Jared. It's nice to be here, always. Yes. And then if you're watching this on YouTube, hopefully now you can see our faces. We, yeah. Um, try to set it up to, uh, so it can be that way. And, uh, well, today, it's kind of in line with what we talked with in our, in our last episode. You know, we went through our personal anime top tens. And now uh, we want to talk about a more of a generic, um, what's well, really popular in anime. And more importantly, has anime peaked? That is a question that we are going to try and work through by looking through um, animes of the past and how maybe they compare with like what's popular now. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing about as has anime peaked is things of like must watches and things like that like so i did i did a little bit of research i looked up you know compared contrasted like top 10 lists must watch lists things like that uh, but first i want to talk about like anime that have that are just so ingrained with like culture just even with people that aren't even into anime and those two are dragon ball and sailor moon I feel like you don't you don't even have to know what anime is to know what Dragon Ball or, or to recognize Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon. Those are things that are so popular that you'll see them on clothes. You'll see them. I mean, shoot, you see um, Goku on the side of Euro trucks and things like that. You know, it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like surpassed everything else. Yeah, I whenever I think of Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon, I think of obviously those are both um, older animes. And in my, I mean, I haven't really watched either one of these. I've, I have never seen any actual Dragon Ball Z content. <laughs> and then I have watched one Sailor Moon movie, um, in like parts of the first episode. So like my actual knowledge of like what happens in both of these shows very limited. But, I mean, there's no doubt that both of these shows are used to, like, sell this idea of anime still. Like, it's still used to sell this idea of anime. It's very much like a... They're very much staples of how, like, the West still sees anime today, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I... Uh, I was looking on Twitter and I saw this thing that was... It was a picture of... It was gelato... And it had, like, it was, like, blue and, like, yellow gelato. And it was swirled up. And it had um, Dragon Ball characters, like, their faces. So it looked like their hair sticking up. You know? <laughs> and so many things also reference these two. Like, even non-anime media. Like, things like The Amazing World of Gun Gumball shows. Like, cartoons that are not even, like, anime reference these but from there, though, I want to go to what I've kind of concluded as the top 10 anime. You know, I've looked at a bunch of different lists, and all of these have one thing in common. And that's they all came out before 2012. So I don't know. It, what, what I'm curious about is... Are these shows that are considered so good because the average anime watcher is 
watched them when they were in their teens or 20s or are they like actually good so a couple that i've caught i've brought together cowboy bebop came out in 1998 death note came out in 06 steins gate came out in 2011 hunter hunter came out in 2011 and i've concluded that full metal alchemist brotherhood is the number one anime ever made across it all is platforms. across all platforms yeah. i mean it's <laughs> It is probably the most often show that you see number one on lists. It's number one on my anime list, like the website. I think it's number one on like IMDb. Like it's number one on tons of things. That came out in um, 2009. And it's actually a remake of, or yeah, I guess a remake of the original um, Full Metal Alchemist, which is also pretty popular as well. But like, all of these shows come out kind of within the same like time span and with the exception of of very few shows well with the exception uh yeah with the exception of very few shows a lot of shows that you see in your in the top 10 list have not come out recently there is one exception to that which is attack on titan uh, Attack on Titan is the one show that kind of deviates from that um, because it came out, I think that came out, yeah, it came out in 2013. So still not even that long after the uh, like 2002 to like 2011 time span. And so I kind of think like, okay, so are are these shows just that much better? Because, like, I mean, personally, I watch a lot of shows. I watch a lot of anime that are, like, currently airing. And most shows don't really last the popularity past the season that they're in. So, for example, um, the probably the most popular show that's airing right now is My Dress Up Darling. It is very popular. Tons of people on Twitter are talking about it. But I doubt that anyone is going to talk about it after the season is over. While these are a lot of shows that do um, pass the test of time. And something that I think is really interesting is that... So I looked separately on what is a top 10 list and what is a must-watch list. So these are shows that are staples in like anime for anime watchers. So these shows include things that may not necessarily be the best, but everyone should watch them to be a true anime fan. And for the most part, it lines up pretty much the same with um, Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Calvary Bebop. But it does actually include two others. Which are which is um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I I personally think is also a must watch. Um, it's one of those shows that it really changed anime, and so mm-hmm. like even from like a his, historic standpoint, you you just gotta watch it. You know, <laughs> it's definitely not. I think you can probably agree with me on this. It's not exactly a new anime watcher friendly show no it's not but i do think that um for for neon genesis 
I mean, I definitely didn't, I didn't watch Neon Genesis until I was in college, personally, and it was whenever it came on Netflix. And, like, so that was me, you know, having watched anime for a long time, and, and I've just kind of heard of Neon Genesis, and it definitely, like, fulfilled all of my expectations. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it, um, but I wouldn't say that it, everybody would enjoy it, you know, so... That. <laughs> right and i mean that's also a show that has you know tons of merch is massively popular um i mean japan has a a train that reenacts like i think it's the one of the first um angel attacks in the show or in in yeah in the show mm-hmm. um i mean evangelion is I'd say it's one of the most, like, easily recognizable shows out there. Um, and it's also, yeah. So, I mean, I really, I think it deserves a spot. And one that I often forget about is um, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. This is a show that it really, really stapled, like... <laughs> the the main character girl is just really quirky and you know she's just like not like other girls and then you have the main character boy that is just an average guy that just has to deal with all of the all of the things that she does and one thing that really made this um this show popular is that its ending credits it had a dance that went along with it. Now, I don't fact fact check me if you want, but I think this might have been the first time that like an ending dance maybe even happened. And if not, this is the first time that has been as popular as it was. This is that was the first show that I think it came out. So it came out in 06. And I think that was about the time when YouTube was starting to get really popular. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that there were tons of videos of people doing the dance and like how to do the dance to the ending of Haruhi. And that it really shaped like a generation of anime watchers. Um, I know a lot of my friends that are about my age also remember doing the dance and things like that real real cringe anime stuff you know (laughs) um now to my top my must watches i think they're pretty much similar they're pretty similar they're almost exactly the same so obviously full metal alchemist brotherhood it's the perfect anime if you make a checklist box of what makes a good anime checks mark everything you got death note and then the two, the three that I add are that all also come out in this same amount of time, or this same like time period, is Oran High School Host Club. It's the perfect like entry slice of life rom com that's like high schoolers. I watched it. I remember watching it uh, when I was maybe like thirteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was in middle school for sure. Middle school, yeah. yeah. Um, that came out in 2006. Um, Gurren Lagann. It is studio, one of Studio Trigger. Uh, wait, 
I'm trying to remember if it might be Gynax. Gynax became basically became Studio Trigger. That's why it's like I can't remember if it's I'm pretty sure it's Gynax's last anime, but it's huge, it's big and bombastic and it's um it's a perfect like oh, anime can be so much more like exaggerated and things like that. It's also really funny. It came out in 2007. And then Soul Eater also has a special place in my heart. Came out in two thousand eight. These are all shows that um, I think one thing that actually really like makes this like these are shows that a lot of people consider some of the best and must watches is because they were on they were on Netflix. So whenever Netflix um, was pretty early, it didn't have very many, very much anime on it. But these were all shows that were on it. So that might be something that contributed to it. Yeah. So my... I, I would say that my must watch is pretty um, similar to yours. Um, other than Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann was not one that I picked up. Um, and also I was someone who did not watch net, uh, anime on Netflix. I watched on Funimation.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that what I did pick up early in my anime watching experience was Black Butler, um, which I can't even say if it's good anymore. It's been a long time since I've watched it, and something tells me it might not be as good as I remember it being. But I really liked it whenever I was watching it. And I think that also, like, brings to the question of, like, because obviously, like, the only, so, like, the difference between, like, your must-watch and then, like, this, like, kind of standard must-watch, right, is, I would say, like, in the standard must-watch one, you got Neon Genesis and Cowboy Bebop. Both of those came out uh, mid to late 90s. And then the rest of these are um, more, like, mid-2000s, right? So, like, you also have to factor in some nostalgia. Oh, I feel yeah. like you gotta factor in some nostalgia, right? Yeah. Like... These were these were our first anime, so of course we're gonna say that they should be the, the must watches, oh, right? Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> and that's that's one thing that I'm like, that's one thing that I'm like, not sure about is that mm-hmm. is it because these shows that are like mid two thousands and mid to late nineties are these must watches because like these were some of people's first anime. Because that was when, like, anime was starting to get, like, easier to be accessed. Mm -hmm. Like, is that why these are so popular? Or is it just that they're that good? I personally haven't gone back and rewatched, like, any of these. Except for I've watched... I've watched part of Gurren Lagann recent, like, not too long ago. But I haven't watched these in a long time. So, like, are they still good? I haven't watched any of these recently. Yes. I don't know if they're still any good. To be on so many watch lists and things like that, they have to have some merit to them. Mm -hmm. Um, But on top of that as well, I think that there are also shows like that people say you must watch are like the classics. So what people consider the classics. These are shows that came out Mm pre-2000 that are like so considered so superior to just Mm -hmm. everything that's come out the one specifically that i um 
that I hear about that gets thrown around is Legend of the Galactic Heroes. It's this space opera that's like, it's pretty long and it's just, I've had it explained to me as once you watch this show, you will never watch anime the same again. And it's because it's just that good. I haven't watched it. I don't know if it's something that I even want to watch. Because, (laughs) I mean, if it is such that good, like, so good, like, why would you want to do that to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I, there's been plenty of YouTubers that have, or anime YouTubers that have made, like, videos about it. And because it is hailed as such, such a good show. Um, on top of that, also, Neon Genesis Evangelion kind of reaches that same. Same with Cowboy Bebop. Um, and then two other ones are Gundam. You know, Gundam is one of those, like, quintessential shows that, like, it doesn't matter what Gundam you watch, just that you watch some Gundam. Just, yeah. just to get the idea of Gundam as a whole. And also on top of that, um, one that I actually saw quite a bit, this was also on some must-watches, but I didn't feel quite like adding it because I thought it better better fit in this, which is Revolutionary Girl Utena. That's also another show that was very um, influential and very um, groundbreaking. And so it's one of those shows that are like, it's just so like ingrained or maybe just so good that you have to watch it you you're not a real fan unless you watch the classics you know <laughs> yeah. things like that and i would even put like like we mentioned the like dragon ball and sailor moon i would consider those classics too but they it seems like their characters really reach more beyond their story mm-hmm. than these other classics do yeah. if that makes sense so like you know the, you you when you think of the cowboy bebop characters you see them in their universe and you think of the neon genesis characters you for the most part, I mean, they've kind of yeah. been explicit. There's a lot of memes about that now, but, mm-hmm. like, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball, I think of, like, their, like, commercial value yeah. a lot more, in, especially in the West, and how it's used to, like, sell sell anime, sell the aesthetic of anime. Yeah, I, th- I think that the main thing that makes them so different, or, like, what differentiates the, the two of them mm-hmm. is how they are marketed. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon are marketed out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, while, like, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, you're not seeing, you know, T-shirts for that in America. <laughs> yeah. You know, you do see some with Gundam. You do see some with Evangelion. But yeah. it's still not to the same level. Um, and kind of on that, like, level of marketability is the big three. So if you don't know what that is... Um, the big three were shows that came out in the early 2000s. It's Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. These shows, or these manga, were the um, were the top sellers for um, Shonen Jump. They were always on the front page, and these are three of the the t- most sold um, manga of all time. So, and that's one of the things that makes them the big three is that they they were so loved by everyone, you know. Um, I remember growing up and I was really into Naruto, but I knew people that were really into Bleach. I knew people that were really into One Piece. I mean, the other people doing our podcast, 
doing yeah (laughs) doing episodes over one piece you know and um you don't have that anymore so other than with attack on titan i would say attack on titan's kind of getting there yeah so what what makes the big three the big three is how well they sold the what people consider the new big three Mm -hmm. are um attack on titan my hero academia and demon slayer Mm -hmm. the thing is is that with the exception so demon slayer has almost reached to the same sales as the big three but the other two haven't well when it comes to like so on that aspect of like sales we'll never have a big three again because there will never most likely never be shows where all three of them their copies of like their manga are so astronomically high like all three at the same time but when it comes to popularity if you wanted to find the big three as one of the three most popular shows then i definitely say it's attack on titan my hero and demon slayer these are shows that even non-anime fans are what are like wearing their merch you know they're Basically, it's kind of like whatever sold at Hot Topic at the very front. <laughs> That's what the big three is. Basically, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And like, I know whenever we were talking about, whenever we were talking about um, this, you know, outside of the podcast, my thing was in in talking once again, circling back to this question of like, has anime peaked? I'm also thinking about like, you know, how, some of like how are things like being taken like in popularity in our in like this anime fan culture and with the big three with the with naruto one piece and bleach there are so many episodes right mm-hmm. we we've taught we all know there's so many episodes um wait are they still so which ones are okay. ongoing <laughs> so one piece is still ongoing one piece is still ongoing naruto has Boru- naruto is done Dumb, but Boruto is going. Yeah. And then Bleach is done. And Bleach is done. Okay. But regardless, there's a lot of episodes of all of those, right? Like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Those are big three, right? Now, but now those big three, they're not on the they're not on the tops. They're not on the must watches necessarily. So what I think or what I want to know is like like do these these shows have so many episodes just to like get a status you know or like or i guess we were talking about manga or there's so many you know chapters or whatever just to get like some some status so like you know you get the question of then like is it even good yeah right so like i mean not to dish on the people who like these mega animes and i know they're here i know (laughs) i know they're here i know they are um but like, I watched, so I got 50 episodes in, into Naruto, right? 50 episodes. Um, I stopped watching after Kakashi had his first fight. And I was like, I can't do any more of this. Because nothing has happened in this show for 50 episodes. And I can't commit to that. To me, that means it's not good. Like, yeah. to me. And I feel like... Or it seems like, you know, I can't tell if they're maybe just, like, really hoping that if they make more, they get to the status of great. Because, obviously, like, 
everybody, I mean, a lot of people like these. You know, a lot yeah. of people like these. I mean, but you... But then I think about Full Metal Alchemist. It has, like, 60 episodes. So, you know, a couple more episodes than those 50 that I watched of Naruto. And it's a wonderful, well-rounded story that has an ending, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's that's one thing that's, like, crazy about these is that, like, it took so long to finish them. But you know what? Everyone knows how to Naruto run. <laughs> Everybody knows how to Naruto run. You know, um... <laughs> And I think one thing that made these shows so popular, and it's the same thing that made the most popular shows now popular, is their characters. Mm -hmm. The characters are so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, and they have really good character design. And so that's one of the things that makes, like, these shows so popular, is that even if you don't watch the show, you can look at a character like Kakashi and be like, yo... He it's looks cool. so cool. You know, I'm fine having him on a shirt just because it looks cool. Things like that. And, I mean... Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer has some really good characters. I am caught up to date with Demon Slayer. At least the the show, not the manga. The manga's actually over. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. That's one thing that... People are... Well, that's one thing about Demon Slayer that is kind of uh, what made it so popular, like, sales-wise, is that it released at the same time as the, the anime. Mm -hmm. And so it got immediate popularity. Um, Demon Slayer's story isn't that good. Personally, I don't think it's that good. Ooh. I think that Ooh. the animation of it is carried super well. Like, carries it really heavily. Mm hmm but the actual story itself is kind of lackluster. Ooh. Um, Here we go. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I th <laughs> because I I like Demon Slayer. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I like yeah. Demon Slayer. Yeah, I mean, I I the the first season was better than the second. It was way better than the second, and Mugen Train was fantastic. So I guess for me, I just want to see what happens next. Right. And that's all I can hope for. Hopefully, it's better than um, Entertainment District. Sorry, Entertainment District wasn't wasn't very good, mm -hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> See, and yeah, yeah, I. The discussion of Demon Slayers for another day. <laughs> I have many thoughts on it, but I mean, just think about it with like. These are shows. I mean, on the same vein. People doing, like, the salute in Attack on Titan in real life, like anime fans, is the same as, say, 10, 5, 10 years ago, or before that, whenever people were doing Naruto hand signs. Mm -hmm. It's the same. It's There's a certain level of marketability of, like, being able to replicate these things. Um, that makes these shows so popular. And so they don't even necessarily have to be all that good, just how well they're marketed. Of course. And so, I mean, it comes back to it like, are these shows good? 
<laughs> what shows are even good anymore? Oh my I goodness. I question now. What? Well, you know, it's like, is, am I am I just am I a uh, you jaded anime a, fan? Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> I'm jaded anime fan. I have watched too many anime. I don't even know what's good anymore. And to my, my response to that is that um, I think that there are a lot of great anime that has come out recently. I mean, I had I had Sars on mine as my second, my my number two mm-hmm. top ten anime. And my thing is that Sarazama is what twelve episodes. Yeah, it's no, it's, not even. It's eleven. Eleven. It's Sarazama is eleven episodes, and it has a complete story. And I think that that's beautiful. And I don't want them to return to it, but that means that it's also never going to gain the popularity of all these other, like the popularity level of all of these shows. But I think that it's a fantastic anime that came out recently. You know what? That's that's one thing that adds to this um, that I meant to bring up is that. There are are these are these older shows so like considered so good because there are only a couple shows coming out. Like mm-hmm. there are so many shows shoveled out now. Like it is crazy how many shows and how many absolute terrible <laughs> shows come out now. Is that is there so many now that they kind of get are the good ones kind of get drowned out? Um because like you know, you can have with more shows becomes more opportunity, so or more mm-hmm. options to watch, mm-hmm. and right. so there could be someone that like has say there's two shows, say that there's the newest season of My Hero Academia, or no, the first season of My Hero Academia, and then like some other just twelve episode show. Say someone goes, you know. I kind of feel like watching this one right now. And then they... Because they have the option to. They have the option to. They could choose to watch four other shows. Because, you know, maybe... Maybe it didn't exactly... I remember... I laugh so hard at my younger self. Because whenever Naruto started airing on Cartoon Network, my brother was like, Oh yeah, it's really good. And I remember being like, Man, this sounds so dumb. Like, this is so, this is so stupid. Uh-huh. And you know what? If I never had someone to make me watch it, like the first episode, I never would have watched it. Mm. I actually hasn't, because you reminded me of something that I brought up with you. Mm-hmm. Um, also about Naruto and how it did have like a a, um, a dubbed airing on, on American television was, um, so I, since I started or tried to watch Naruto a little bit later, like... I, I mean, I, I think I was, like, well into high school whenever I tried to watch it, and I watched it on Netflix, which means that I watched it in order from episode one, right? So one to 50, that's one to episode 50 is all I got to. And in those 50 episodes, I maybe enjoyed three of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? There maybe three of them were, like, I actually felt like something interesting was happening or it was funny or whatever. So my other, like, Thing with these shows that have hundreds and hundreds of episodes and they're airing on TV is what what little kid is going to turn on Cartoon Network and see maybe episode 126 mm-hmm. of Naruto randomly on Cartoon Network 
and they're gonna be like, this episode is cool. I am now going to start watching Naruto. And I never got there because I started on episode one and I could only make it to 50. Yeah. And no, I, I think that does play into it. Yeah. And I think that has to play into it, like with having so many episodes, is that you have the ability, especially if you're. This is a all like with the idea of, of airing. Yeah, of I airing think on I TV, was like right? nine when Naruto aired on Cartoon yeah, Network. Yeah, and you're watching just random episodes of any of these big three. Yeah. I mean, because they they did start airing. Yeah, all more, all, all three of them. Of them uh, all three of them aired on american tv at some point yes at some point so like maybe if i saw a different episode of naruto i would have liked it more but i didn't do it like that i tried to watch it from the beginning yeah and i think the very last thing that like adds to all of this is that all of these are also dubbed and so that means that even people that don't want to watch subs or all of these must watches are also all dubbed so that means that people you have pretty that, good dubs also. Yeah. Like, so that means that people that don't even want to watch subbed anime don't even have to worry about that. They can watch it in English. And so it's like I guess it's I guess one thing that makes all of these must watches so must watch, like I think really really attributes to it, is that they're so easy to watch. Yeah. They're super accessible. Yes. They're very accessible. Yeah. And I think that does it. I think that does it, yeah. Um, well, I guess let us know your thoughts, because this was mostly an open discussion, just trying to figure out, has anime peaked? Yeah. What What even What even makes a good anime, you know? <laughs> it's all um, in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. We are Kanichi Ha here on the Last Choice Network. You can um, find us... Anywhere you listen to a podcast, and we're going to try and work more on our Twitter. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.